0: Hi there. So this is a uh, last minute. I was going to actually produce the video, like a real video, but I didn't have time because I had responsibilities. So anyway, um, I just wanted to, wanted to talk today about how to be a caring whisperer. Now this isn't for the faint at heart, okay? This is for people who have a little bit of modicum of control over themselves. Now, when I say these things, there's meant to be a little bit of tongue in cheek, you know, going on. But at the end of the day, you know, there's some problematic behavior. So um, much of what I'm going to talk about, I had referenced uh, some of the ways of handling it in a previous video. It was called the... uh, Seven tips for responding to microaggressions. Anyway, let me just play the intro real quick. Okay, basically what I'm doing is I'm talking about how to handle Karen's how to be a Karen whisperer. Okay. And it's not for people who don't have any sort of self-control over themselves. Um, I was originally going to put together a video, but I don't have time for that because I spent way too much time going over my children's homework and stuff. So right now it's about 10, 20 PM Eastern standard time. I don't know how long I'm going to be on because um, I need to get myself together, you know, and prepare for tomorrow. But anyway, what I'm going to do is make sure that I have it linked. And um, I was talking about much of what I'm going to talk about came from a previous video when I where I was talking about how to handle microaggression. So this is what we're going to do. Let me just go ahead and just get this popping and locking real quick. Um, I'm going to talk about three different experiences that I had. Okay, the first one is with Airport Karen, Airport Karen, Airport Karen. Hello, Airport Karen. Okay, so I'm going to, um, if you want to know what I'm referencing, I have referenced in my previous video on how to handle people a certain kind of way. I'm just looking at my notes here. So let me just explain what happened. I was at the airport. This was back in July. I was visiting a friend in Austin, Texas that I knew from college. I was standing in line as you go through the TSA checkout line and um, you're putting your stuff through the conveyor belt. Okay. Okay. So there's two lines, it's almost like a scissor. I had put my items through and now I'm waiting in line. This chick, that was a talkable moment. This chick, she decides she had put her items on the conveyor belt. Of course people wanna send me text messages while I'm on right now. So um, she puts her items on the uh, conveyor belt and then decides, she wanted to just walk in front of me. Just, just. I don't know. Like, it was like, this was her world. So one of the things I did was after, you know, <laughs> I was almost like clutching the pearls or something. So I'm like, I can't believe she would actually do this. Um, hold on, let me put my little thing up here. These are just my opinions. My opinions. Okay. So she jumps in front of me and I said, excuse me the line is back there. Now, this woman in true like righteous indignation decides she wants to try to get loud with me. Now, I really didn't have time for it that day. So I I did what was the equivalent of, um, well, let me tell you what she said. She was like, whoa, 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 look, we're, we're all going to get to the same place, okay? It's not a big deal. So, what I did was I gave her what I call the perfect RB at the resting, you know what face it was. That's how I went down. Not only did I give her the face, I gave her the nothing. Now, if you wanna reference what these things are, that was um, how I handled two microaggressions you know, or two different ways of handling a microaggression. If you go to my previous video, it was at the 250 mark. Now, look, let me just warn you. That video, I don't know what was going on in that video. There were some shenanigans going on with the wind and the delayed and the audio. It took probably a good 53 seconds or so before it became in sync. And then on top of that, it was like, eh, 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 eh. I don't know what was going on. But anyway, it kind of like got itself together, got its life together. But right about the 250 mark, uh, basically I talk about when you give the blank stare. And when you give a blank stare, let me tell you something. There's something to be said for giving people the blank stare. Because, you know, it'll make them feel, because when you give them nothing, I gave them the stare and I said nothing. I gave nothing. I'm like, you're not going to have me out and all outside of my character. There was no need because I made her feel bad. When she's while she's sitting there performing, I'm like. And so now everybody's looking at me giving her nothing. So now she's feeling embarrassed. And she, I think she tried to say one other thing. And I said, you know, you're absolutely right. We're all going to end up at whatever destination, right? So, yeah, you can go ahead and get behind me. And that was it. So then I guess she kind of had to police herself. Anyway, that's just one way of how you handle some of the Cairns out there. You don't even have to be loud. Sometimes you're nothing. You're no response with the RBF stare. You know, like I said, that's at 250 and 349 in that video, the seven ways of handling microaggressions. Well, when you use some of those techniques, let me tell you something. They come in handy because they will start to self-police. I'm like, I'm not getting into it. Okay, so I'm going to go on to the next one real quick. This one was recent, you know, for those of you who know, I just came back from uh, celebrating my anniversary and some, you know, whatever with my husband. So I was at the resort. Resort Karen, oh, yes. Resort Karen. Now, let me just say, my husband and I, we were out having a good time. We were out gambling and doing some things, and we had Resort Karen and her crew. Everybody needs to stop texting me. So, you know, Resort Karen and her crew, let me just say, they were looking for their EGOT. They were Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. They were, they were performing. Oh, they were performing. They were trying hard. So nevertheless, there were some things that were sad and one of the guys tried to say something to my husband he's like the giant the gentle giant uh you know he doesn't really get caught up but he kept doing too much and the other people saw um that this one guy was doing too much and i guess he had his girlfriend and his mom or something so then he tried to say something to my husband and my husband's looking at them like this is what we're not going to do now, fortunately, other people saw the shenanigans that were happening, but I think the thing was when Resort Karen tried to proclaim and he attacked me. Now, keep in mind, my husband's like turning around, like, now what is this dingling saying? This is when I call it, you need to call it out. You have to call out the behavior. So you can call out the behavior without losing class. So, me in full righteous indignation, I stand up, I said, okay, so what we're not going to do is we're not going to do that. We're not going to weaponize language and and say things that are not true. We're not going to do that. And so of course there was a lot more than, you know, this going on. I was like, look, lady, seriously, you really don't want to do this, right? Because I have time today. Like you've got the wrong one or maybe you have the right one. I said, but let me make this clear. We're not going to do this. We're not going to behave this way. Basically letting her know she needs to get together. Now, other people see all this going on. And while she's performing, and I'm not, I'm like, I don't know who you think you're talking to, but surely you're not talking to me. And so after she recognizes that she's embarrassing herself, again, you start to self-police. Now, there were some other things that were said, which are neither here nor there. There may have been a slip of a cuss word in there after she kept going on. But ultimately, I really was just kind of like I just called out the bad behavior. Sometimes you really do have to call it out. But this is the difference. You don't have to go full on a ratchet with some of the Karens. They want you to do that so they can say, see, see, they're being so aggressive. No, keep your composure keep your composure. Let me tell you something. The the look up and down, that's quiet. Let me tell you something. Anyway, the calling it out, let me tell you, if you go to my seven um, ways of handling microaggressions, calling it out, that was at 435 in that video, okay? Let me tell you, sometimes you just have to call it out, especially if you are having that petty spirit, you're feeling in your full-on pettiness, I suggest you go check out 435 in that video. Just don't judge me for the beginning part because, you know, I was going through something. I was still learning how to do this whole live streaming thing. I had a different app, okay? All right. That was Resort Karen. Now, this was my least favorite one, but the one, oddly enough, I got some satisfaction. And I call it My Neighborhood Karen. Now, Neighborhood Karen, now let me tell you, if you want to know how I handle this, what did I say this was at? Neighborhood Karen, this was like number six on, out of my, um how to handle microaggressions. It was at the 745 point in that video. Let me tell you, neighborhood Karen was off the chain. Actually, I have another video too. I think I did on that. Neighborhood Karen um, was out walking her dog and decided that my yard was supposed to be the bathroom for her dog. Yes, you know, her little wolf her, her little, you know, you know, like, like Sparky or whatever his name was, Decided that my yard was going to be the bathroom. Now, we all live on adequate like land here. So I don't understand why it's okay for your dog to come to my yard when you have your own space. Your yard is not good enough, but you think it's okay to come to mine? No, man. So anyway, neighborhood parents walk on her dog. Let's her dog um, have a long lead on a leash. Comes up to my yard gets down with the get down. And I was like, please don't let your dog do that. My children play out here and other neighborhood kids play out here, you know, whatever games they're playing. And I have a level of expectation that my children should be able to go outside and play without the fear of stepping in anything. Okay. Now we live on just shy of two acres. So you can imagine everyone has enough space. And this, this, this Karen decides that she wanted to oh, well, I pick up after my dog. I'm like, but that's not the point because you never truly pick up everything. That's not the point. I'm like, we maintain this grass and there is a level of expectation that people are not going to use our grass as a bathroom for their dogs. You can use your grass. So she was like, oh, you're just being so mean or something extra. And so we have a bootleg HOA here that really is not much of anything other than like they take care of like snow and whatever. The bootleg, she tried to contact the bootleg HOA, which was like, number one, um, basically saying I was right. And they were like, please don't contact us with this nonsense. But what she said was "I um, that I was being so mean and aggressive. Also the extra. So what I did, I should pull up the actual email and obfuscate the names to protect, you know. Um, Basically, in the email, after she spoke some nonsense because I actually never yelled at her at all. I called her all the way, but I had to teach her in the email. It went to the whole neighborhood because if you're going to respond in that forum, that's how I'm going to respond to you. So I know she was embarrassed. And, you know, I could be a pretty good wordsmith. So I basically said, and I'm just speaking off the top of my head. I'm like, what we're not going to do is engage in being dishonest because now you already owe me an apology for your lack of honesty. And in light of being in an environment where, you know, especially in this country where things have been so divisive, uh, my family, we are well aware that we need to engage in tone policing and code switching. So, what we're not going to do is engage in this type of thing. We are hypersensitive and aware. We, we're not under any illusions. So for you to engage in mis you not only owe me an apology, I doubt I'm going to get that. Okay. I'm like, because you actually are the offender now, but I'm like, moreover the audacity for you to think that my yard is meant for your dog to go to the bathroom. The audacity. So, Nevertheless, after going through some other things, and like I said, I'm giving you the nice version, I you can actually teach. Now, I don't typically like to go all in on teaching, right? Because I feel like people can go ahead and do the work. People have been living long enough. They understand the difference between right and wrong. If Black people can go into certain spaces and learn via heuristics, then I feel that others can learn. I, I shouldn't have to teach, don't place that trauma on me. I don't want to have to take on that emotional trauma. But anyway, that's just a quick and dirty three different ways on how to handle some of these Karens out here in these streets. You can teach them. You can call it out. Or you can do the combo of give the RBF like that, that look with the silent treatment. And I'm telling you, that, that, ooh, that, that stare, that look with a nothing, for some reason, It is, it arrests some of the Cairns out there because they feel stupid, especially when you don't engage in shenanigans, especially when you're like, look, I see you're performing and you let them perform. And after they're done, like after they get through all that, I'm going to be like, well, that was a lovely performance. And I'm sure you are looking for an EGOT. Unfortunately, I don't pass those out. However, you still get to, um, make modifications to your behavior or what you have said. Now I don't run into too many Karen's, but these were just three different scenarios over the last few months where I was just kind of like gets them a lot for whatever reasons they are self policing. Now look, I have not talked about this in a while, but we're going to talk about, um, I think we got some commitment issues out here. If you like this content, then I would appreciate you subscribing. If you don't subscribe, you don't subscribe. But it definitely helps the channel out for sure. Um, I would like to have other conversations with people. I don't really want to talk about pop news all the time because I'm just not that into it. I do want to talk about other things. But I also want to keep things lighthearted at times because we don't always want to be talked to or preached at. We want to get a couple of hee-haws, preferably at somebody's expense. But um, anyway, yes. Go ahead and subscribe, like it, comment. I do enjoy the comments. Um, Share it. Hopefully you've watched this all the way through. All right. That's it. Short and sweet. Um, If you want to, let me see, let me put some information up on there. Look, if you want to know what my other handles are, I do some short form content on Instagram, TikTok, and um, yeah. All right. And Twitter. All right. Thank you, guys. Hope you enjoyed this. Black opinionated woman, out.